I do not remember how any of this works. I think there's a drum roll. That's probably copyrighted. It's probably copyrighted. What's going on? Where are we? I'm Andrew Baxter. And this is Puppies and I remembered that bit. I can't believe we did that every time as well. Did we do it every time? Good to be able to yell because I've always been recording in a little shitty apartment and now I'm in a house. I could do what I want. Oh, you got a house now? Well, my parents I've got a house, so I have perks of parents, which is always good. So basically now we're both living at home. (laughs) It's true. How have you been, Copes? I've been great. How have you been? I have been very good. I've been up to stuff. I feel like... When I saw you last, because I'm back home now and and you're back home, and last time I saw you, you were a busy man and I was like the most zen man going around because I had zero obligations. And I thought, Mark, you're going to keep this up. Like the rest of your life's going to be changed. You're going to be zen for the rest of your life. Back home, not zen. It's it's, (laughs) it's just running around everywhere. So you you have – this might be why – Listeners may have noticed we haven't recorded in a while. Wow. I think while. Prob- it's, it's been quite a long time. So I, I think this is definitely the start of uh, season three. Yeah, or four or whichever number you choose, really. It's episode one. Go back. It's episode one of season. It's episode one of this season. So it's the, it's the season opener. Uh-huh. And hopefully, hopefully, this is definitely the coldest I've ever been recording. I'm currently wrapped up in a duvet under my chair because it's freezing in here. What, what what's uh, the because it's at your time it's like ten o'clock. What's the temperature? According to my watch, it is three degrees Celsius. Inside this oh. room, it is probably more like fifteen or something. I did have the heater on, but uh, for the sake of the listeners, I turned it off. Oh, you're so nice. See, I'm the so opposite. Nice. Like it's warm here, and I want to put the aircon on, but I don't want to do the noise. Oh, <laughs> I remember those issues. Have you closed the windows? That's probably a good start. The windows are closed. Yes, the windows have not been opened since. October, I don't think. I might have opened one, one, one of them briefly. Yeah, see, like even because even your see, I don't know your life now, but even the the stairway up to your room, like I don't think that room's that corridor is like insulated, is it? It's or, definitely or, not heated. It's definitely cold out there. So you have to go up the stairs in all your like. Uh, is it snowing or, or not snowing? No, it's not snowing. It's just cold. Not snowing. Cold. Okay. No, so you, snow you still have to walk up with all all your clothes and all that kind of stuff. Yes, I wear clothes around my... I don't think that's weird. <laughs> no, I just remember like in the... Well, I guess because it's not snowing. But I remember like in the cold ones, because I'm like a little baby, I'd have to wear like four layers of clothes. And it takes you half an hour to get dressed or undressed after just ducking outside or something. But Well, I have been using my, uh, my, my winter, like winter, winter clothes because they keep me nice and warm. I'll tell you what, if you lose a lot of weight, you suddenly feel the cold a lot more. Really? That's, you so you know, I, have you ever heard like when people say that no one's ever regretted losing weight? You do, <laughs> or like someone's. I heard one someone recently where someone said, "I've never heard someone regret giving up alcohol." Oh, I, well, I, no, well, I don't I regret think. losing weight because yes, I have. I, I feel better for it. But one thing that sucks about it is that I am a lot colder now. Oh no! Basically, all the time. You need to need to get one of those. I don't know. You need a, a doona that's sewn in in the shape of a. Of a full body suit. That's what you need. Yeah, I've got stuff like a down jacket and fleece lined trousers. 
Oh, nice. And I just complain about the office being cold at work. Yeah, I get by, and when I'm moving, it's okay. It's just when I stop, I suddenly go, Jesus Christ, it's cold. So, you, so you're in shape now. You, you've, you're, you're always in shape. But, like, if you um, – <laughs> Is this the the this the the effect of like running a thousand kilometers at a time, or is this like uh, what's what's been the well, main? Funny you should say because at the end of twenty eighteen, I did manage to hit my target of logging one thousand kilometers in Strava for the year. Is that like in in the app? Yep. Yep. So I managed to get one thousand kilometers, and my New Year's target is this year is one and a half thousand. Going to ramp it up. That's only a half. You should be able to do half. Okay. Extra, yeah, one and a half. half yeah, yeah, that's that's how the mass works. <laughs> that's how it works. Yeah, I mean, I mean oh, I'm wow. ramping it up slowly. That's running time. That's running distance. Yeah, so I've got a lot of stuff built up, but I'm sure we'll get back to that later. I've yeah, got I'm, a lot. I've had a lot I, of going. I when I was using the Zombies Run app when I started, and the, I was using it consistently at the start, and I was like, I got to a hundred and hundred kilometers, and I was like. This has changed my life. I can't believe I've done 100 kilometers. I've never done 100 kilometers of anything. I was just celebrating to myself and then conveniently never used it for another year or something. <laughs> like I celebrated too early about how my life was changed and never did it again. So beware now that you've reached 1,000. Make sure you do the next one. Yeah, well, it's de- you've definitely got to kind of keep on going on to the next target. I tried to not – recently I've tried to slow down a little bit and uh, ease off because – well, it's Christmas, there's not as many races, and I need to not injure myself. But that hasn't really worked, because I keep on just coming up with more ideas. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm signed up to a lot of races this year. And, uh, wow. Yeah. What's, what's, what was your race count last year? Race count last year. So I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight events. I'd say, which included two road marathons. No, three. Three road marathons. One hill marathon. One 50K. Two 20 milers. And a half marathon obstacle course. Gee whiz. And what do you reckon this year? What's what's your magic number? I've got eight ultras booked. Hmm. Two duathlons. No, three duathlons. No, once it's a three-day cycling event. Oh, yeah. That only counts as one. Don't be sneaky. Uh, definitely, that only counts as one, but it's going to be a lot of lot of cycling. I've got quite a few other smaller obstacle races as well. I think there's uh, I got a season ticket for the some of the races I did yesterday. The company that did that did a season ticket, which we got because it's value wise we would have spent that much money on the races we were planning on doing anyway. So we got that, no. which means we can do all of them. But that there's also means we got passes. You got to do all of them. <laughs> yeah, we got fifteen events to do. I mean, I'm presuming they have like we. When you buy like a season pass, you like would definitely have like a clause of if you break your leg, they get, they're probably going to be like, I'm sure there's a refund clause. You can defer it, yeah. You can say I, I can't do this one. Can I move on to next year? They're, they're usually okay with that. Is there like a like a, a regret clause? Like no. I was, <laughs> I just finished one. I was on a high. I made a decision that I regretted. No regret clause. So there is definitely a no. You signed up for this. You're going to do it clause. Even on checkout, multiple clauses that said that. I was going to say, there's probably like three dialogue boxes that come up. I'm like, are you really sure? The next one, this is pretty dumb. You 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 definitely can't back out now. 
This is a big commitment. And the final one is like, remember last time you said you want to do it and you really hated it? Just remember <laughs> that moment for a second. I'm going to put a timer for one minute. You can't pl- click OK until it's done. <laughs> Just sit there and think about what you've done. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> uh, it's like the no. opposite of upselling, downselling. <laughs> Just like, by the way, we don't want you dying on us, so please don't. <laughs> the thing is that that wasn't enough raises, actually. So we decided we were going to do at least one more. So we signed up to a 50K in just over a month's time, I think. Oh, good on you. I must admit it's inspiring, but not enough. Not inspiring enough to get me over the line, but it's inspiring to listen to. Definitely. What I need to do is I need to come back to Perth for a bit and then drag you around one of these just to try, just to try and get you hooked. Drag is definitely the word that would be used. I'll just turn up and be like, come on, Copes. We've got 12 weeks. Let's get ready, Let's get ready for a marathon. You'll love it. You'll I'll love tell you the what, last like, five seconds. That's about it. <laughs> I bet that feels good, yeah. I've been definitely noticing, like, we, while we are away, we did, like, a lot of walking. Like, I remember reading this meme that's got, like, this satellite photograph of a city, and it's got a marker of you are here, and it's, like, on the outskirt of the city, and it's got, like, point of destination in the middle, and underneath there's thing like you know should we take the, the train and it's like nah we'll walk it and that's what it's like where we, we walked hours at a time to save like a couple of euro for you know taking yeah. the train or something and so we walked a ton like i got this um review from google maps the other day in the email like you know summary of, of the previous year and i don't know it was, it was what ten thousand kilometers something ridiculous walking and since i've been back in the two months I'm not sure I've walked all too much at all. Like that's, it's a a serious passive exercise just walking around. It's really good for you though. When should you get get going? So the problem is like this 40 degree heat. (laughs) Yeah, I I can see how that would, yeah, that would definitely hamper. hamper I was a very irresponsible dumb person. I went for a walk around the neighborhood, like to the shops and I was out for an hour and usually you were usually on a stickler for sunscreen, sunscreen, zinc, the lot, and I didn't. Oh, and I'm officially a redneck. Like, oh, after yeah. one hour, I couldn't believe it. I've changed. You were away from home too long. That's it. I'm, I'm as wide as they come now. But this day, and the next day, I had to do this course at the pool for my new job. And so, like, you know, you're not wearing a shirt. And I look like a numpty. Like, here's this. <laughs> person that's meant to be like responsible and just completely sunburnt from a clear line on the neck upwards just looking like a tourist <laughs> exactly yeah if i just had like sunglass sunglass tan around my eyes oh no oh, i've had that one that was that was not fun terrible it's, it's weird when you, you're in perth if you're on the beach past two o'clock in the afternoon you've been there too long mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. do you like the beach have we talked about this i love the beach yeah, I don't know like, if we spoke about. It. I don't. I didn't think that was something we needed to talk about. Who doesn't love the beach? But did you, which part of the beach do you like? What's your favorite? Like when I, I tell you, let's go to the beach. What memory is coming up for you that you're looking forward to? Uh, sitting in the shade near a barbecue mm-hmm. next to the beach. Okay, so you enjoy sitting in parks, is what you're telling me. Yeah, but a beach is like a special park that has a free swimming pool. I would agree. I'll. If that's how people would go to the beach, I would be all about that because there's a bit of grass, tables, shade, food. And if you want to go, go to the water, you duck to the water, yep. you come back. No worries. But this whole like sitting on 
a little towel on on hot sand, Why? Like out in the open sun, and it's forty degrees. I don't understand it. That's a, a stupid idea. You're basically sitting in a desert. Yeah, a small <laughs> desert. I don't understand it. Desert, like. If I want to go to the sea, I want to be in the sea, and then I want to be where I can see the sea. Beaches look huh. nice; they do look nice, and they're kind of nice to walk on. But yeah, exactly. sitting on them, sand gets in your pants, and then you, you know that's going to work its way down when you're in the car. So there's going to be some yeah. chafing when you get out. It never disappears. You'll find it's, sand. You find it in the shower for weeks. <sighs> like we had, the, we went to this beach, and it was down a little side of a like mini embankment, and there was a tree behind us. So we're sitting on sand right next to the beach, like so there's only a few metres walk, and we're in shade. And I thought this was the best invention ever. Like shade on a beach is just something that isn't normal here, but it needs to be. <laughs> it's, it should be, yeah. Yeah. So I'm glad I'm glad we agree on the on the key terms. And everyone else, you're dumb. I don't understand going Australia Day, going to the beach. That's it's, that's one thing I really never understood was the amount of people who become a citizen on Australia Day. It's Perth. Hmm. You're going to be stood outside in 40 degree heat, waiting for loads of other people who are deciding to do it because it's Australia Day. And doesn't it doesn't it sound like is that the only day you can do it, or is that is that just no, no, where no, people choose? I don't think it's any day, but I'm pretty sure that you don't have to do it on that day. I think that screams. I mean, this is. <laughs> I'm sorry if any of my friends <laughs> became Australians on Australia Day, <laughs> but it seems like if you were trying to fool the system and, and tell Australia, "No, I'm Australian. I believe in you guys. Look, I'm doing it on Australia Day." I think that's the day that you would choose as the obvious day. You know what I mean? Like if you've got something to hide, that's the day you'd probably pick. You wouldn't probably pick August the second because you're like, what the hell's important about August second? No one's gonna listen to you. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah, they should. Yeah. Plus the scrutiny on Australia Day for immigration, that's what I think. You think they should be harsher on Australia Day? I think so. <laughs> I mean, they already asked pretty trying questions like, what was Don Bradman's average? Did they really? Yeah, apparently that's in the test. Well, decimal actually, points. The test. It was definitely in the, because um, I had some friends who were doing it, and they, they definitely in the uh, little book that they had, helping them through it, that had Don Bradman's average in it. Ninety-eight point. I want to say, say DPs. I just remember whole numbers, 99. He was four runs short of it being 100. Ah, i tell you what. Do you know, and, and I know that because his last innings was a duck against England, so of course I'm going to remember That's that. That's right, because that was the one he was, he was thinking he was going to get it. Yeah, oh, get yeah. If, he, if he'd scored four runs in that innings, he would have finished with an average of 100, but denied. Mm-hmm. And it's, no one ever is, is going to ever get anywhere close to that now. Mm-hmm. The times were different. Do you know what? I'm going to try and sneak into my cookie jar. Oh, no. So I've got talking cookie gin. That was basically my present. I'm going to say you're detected. I'm just thinking. Um, no, So, oh, God. So tell me, new, new year, new Baxter. Yep. <laughs> Watch the water. Eat. No more cookies after this one. I'll tell you what, I've been eating a lot of cookies at work. I've been eating it. I, cookies are my weakness. The cookie jar is a problem. It's the one place. It's the procrastination jar. Basically, when I'm at work and I go to make a cup of tea, I'll have a cookie as I walk into the kitchen, probably mm-hmm. two. 
I'll have two more cookies while the kettle's boiling. I'll have two more cookies while the tea is brewing. And then I'll take a handful back to my desk. Okay, you've had a few cookies. Yeah. I do this multiple times a day. This is when we're on the at the very end of our trip, we went on this cruise from Sydney. And this is my first ever time on a cruise. And I had we haven't recorded since then, have we? No, that thing. And crew. We yeah, after, Did you we take a shift on the since, cruise? Oh, lots of shits on the cruise. So you could say you had a cruise shit. Huh. I didn't even think about that. Well, how did you know? It was your thing. I forgot even what the reference was. What did that mean again? When you get to a place, then you need to really shit. So when the, the ship comes into the harbour, everyone bursts out of it. <laughs> That's right. I forgot. <laughs> a cruise it was, your, it was your metaphor, man. I probably named the podcast for it. That's right. They had a... That's great. They had a... a buffet for all the meals they also had unlimited 24-hour pizza and unlimited 24-hour ice cream i'm sorry what was, yeah anytime you wanted like the first time we had a bit jet lag because we just flown the day before woke up at 3 a.m like i'm hungry let's just go get a pizza so we just went and got a pizza it was amazing like little, little wood fire wood, was it was good sure, pizza but, oh yeah, it was good yeah yeah, yeah. very oh, nice i would have just got so fat <laughs> Yeah, and the thing is, like, they had these cookies. The cookies were in 24 hours, thank God, because they were delicious, sweet, shortbread ones, and, like, you have one that's too sweet. But because it's a buffet, it is like that every meal is the last bit of food that's possibly on the, on the ship because people have – they fill their trays. Like, I'm pretty sure there's this plate that's meant to be a tray that holds other plates. It's this massive plate, like the size of, I don't know, three dinner plates. And people pile it up. Like you'll see kids walking around with a, a cereal bowl full of cookies. <laughs> like they've got like twenty biscuits and they're proudly walking back to the like the dinner table and that's gonna be their meal for the night. Like there is a lot of irresponsible eating on the cruise ship. It is amazing. I can't believe it. I do something does kind of appeal to me of just floating around the ocean getting fat. It is the the epitome of the human spirit. Like we saw this documentary of just how much how many tons of petrol, uh, sorry, diesel gets burnt, like just moving humans. And like we just get to another island and we just get out for the day and like lay on the beach and then we come back. It is, it's, it's lazy as hell. I can't believe it. It's amazing. Don't get me wrong. Like you're just eating and not doing anything the whole time. But it is when you stop and think about it for a while, it's a bit scary. But you would recommend Oh, 110 percent <laughs> <laughs> we, we had I'm just trying to find I wrote them down somewhere we had all these amazing quotes that we just hear because especially with Australians you get a certain there's always pockets of certain types of Australians like that arrive at places like getting everywhere yeah like a tourists you'll you'll hear an accent i'm not sure if you get this with brits but you hear an accent and you'll just pretend not to be from the country because you don't want to associate with them <laughs> no I, I do that i definitely do that <laughs> picture this we're on on the deck of this cruise ship which is everyone's just had their luggage brought to their room for them because they can't like wheel their own bloody bag to the room you've just checked out your room it's, of course it's amazing you're in the Sydney Harbour, so you're on the deck as you're about to leave. People are on the banks, like, excited because it's a big cruise. They're going to wave goodbye to you. You're on the deck. You're surrounded by pools. People are, like, already drinking cocktails. To your left is the Sydney Opera House, like, just across the bay. Just behind you is, like, the Sydney Harbour Bridge. And the other side is, like, the skyline. And the sun is about to set. It's 
probably the most privileged and prettiest scene you've ever seen. And everyone's happy. Their holiday's about to start. They've just finished their last day of work. It's just a happy time, right? And everyone's taking photos because it's like we've probably got 100 photos of, of that one moment. And to my right is this, um, I guess, uh, boyfriend or I guess a boyfriend, yeah, or husband, hope not. But he's taking a photo <laughs> of the bridge and the girlfriend is standing in between him and his camera and the bridge because when you take photos with your partner, usually they are in the photo and yes. all, all I hear is, get out of the way, you yeah, and like her mother is standing next to her because it's a fam- like it's a in-laws holiday, and I'm like, what words did I just hear in one sentence? <laughs> and that is that was pretty much the start of of this cruise, and I'm like, setting the tone, is it? That that's pretty much. So they're like, that's one subset of the species that was on this this cruise ship. I just couldn't believe it. It's amazing. I've never heard a sentence or a phrase with those three words <laughs> put together. Amazing. And another, here's a few more. I just found my list of lines. There's this one, a few moments. You just have to bear with me the stories. But this one time where this mother who's got full plate, all this food, where the Chinese was on special, there's a bit of Chinese people, got a bit of Indian, they've got a burrito as well. Like they've just got mm. all the foods because you can have one of everything if you want. You have two of everything. And daughter is carrying her, I'm not sure how old she was, she was like six or something or seven. She's carrying her smaller plate of stuff. She goes by like there's this one area of the restaurant that for some reason is always empty. And that's the area that has the fruit and the yogurt and no one goes there. And this, this girl walks past and she's about to grab a yogurt, and their mother looks to her and she's like, honey, don't get the yogurt. They're full of sugar. <laughs> she like regrettably puts it back on the on the food stand and, and walks away and that loved that one. What was it? We had a couple of pizza things. One, one time where it's like at 2 o'clock in the morning, we're waiting for a pizza and this guy, because also there's people are drinking the whole time and by that time, the, imagine like if you can drink, the, the, the drinks aren't free, but if if you're drinking, the one thing you want is greasy food and you can get it for free anytime you want. So you like you're going to get a lot of greasy food. Yeah. So this guy is like, and you have to wait a bit for the pizza. You have to wait like 15 minutes, which tests a bit of patience for some people because apparently 24 hours isn't convenient enough. But he's, he's, he's a, bit in, a bit worse for wear, but he's got this plate of pizza and he's walking back around the corner and it's on a, like a plastic plate and it, slips off and hits the floor upside down. Mm. And there's this moment of terror on his face because he's just been waiting and he doesn't want to wait again. And he wanted the pizza, but he also doesn't want to be there. He looks down at the pizza, like looks up to see who's around him and then just walks away. <laughs> he decides that <laughs> the pizza is no longer an option that he wants to eat. But I can imagine the pain in his face. Like just, I like how he took a moment to reflect on this, made a decision, yeah. and that decision was to just exit, just there was, there was I'm, I'm sure there was a moment where he was going to pick it up, but there was just enough judgment in his mind where he thought, nah, I think... It's probably for the better that I don't eat this pizza right now. But it doesn't. He, he 
picking it up doesn't mean he has to eat it. Well, that's true. No, that's the thing. He could very much. And the next day, because there's a lot of staff in the ship, so like a second later, this cleaner walks by and just looks at the floor and there's just a plate and a pizza and looks at us and we're like just sitting across the table (laughs) and we just shrug. We're like, I I have no answer for you that you're going to (laughs) understand. Luckily, luckily they see a lot of sights on this ship. So like, you know, they have a bit of a smile and go, oh, I guess I'm going to clean up this pizza. (laughs) I wonder how many pizzas they find like that. Oh, I tell you. And and the last thing I'll tell you, the, the, the pizza as well, there's always a bit of a line for the pizza. And at that time of the day, people are, again, they're just impatient. They, they've got somewhere to be. I'm not sure where, but they've got somewhere to be. <laughs> because, it would be somewhere else on this boat. Yeah, except for in this line. And we, we've made our way to the front of this line. We're pretty happy. We're about to order. The guy's just in the kitchen because the poor guy has to do it all himself. Like He has to take the orders, go to the back, make it come back, take more orders, go to the back, kind of get it ready for everyone. And we're like, no worries, we can wait. Person comes from the back of the line, comes from, comes all the way past us and goes to the bell and goes, ding, and then walks to the back of the line. And we're sitting there waiting and he yells out from the kitchen, yeah, I'll be there in a second. I'm like, yeah, no worries, we're, we're fine. And probably five seconds pass, and this is not quick enough for this lady, and she oh, walks geez. back. Oh, he no. comes to the front of the line, in front of everyone, in front of us, and to our horror, goes to the bell and goes louder this time. Ding, 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 ding. Oh, and then God, goes to no. the back. And we're sitting at the front of the line, and he just comes out to the out of the door, and he's pretty pissed because they probably work like forty-hour oh. shifts. I don't know. And he just looks at us, and we just we have nothing. We just <laughs> we just say. Well, it wasn't uh, us. I would have just it was, ceased to function. So we're pretty sure our pizza was spat on that time. There's no no chance in it it being. Oh, we just it was to our horror. Like, what are you doing? At least stand at the front and own the brunt of this man that's about to. <laughs> oh God! But there's so much wrong with that. Yeah. Oh. But cruise ship. So like, just be the nice person if you're going to go on a cruise. Just be like the person that's. You know, happy to be there. Nice to everyone. Smiles to the staff. You know, it's not if you if you considered working on a ship. I just I'd ask you to reconsider like going on just, a cruise ship. Just first. think about it. Just see what if if you're willing to to put up with it because I wouldn't be able to put up with it. I wouldn't have that much patience. Man. Well, I, I must say, I'm now re- well, I suppose it could not happen, but I am rethinking going on a cruise ship now. No, going on them, it's it's fun. Don't get me wrong. This one had water slides on it. Had like what? Yeah, yeah, two water, two three water slides. They had every night comedy show, like a musical. Like it was, it's great. You just go out for dinner. You go out for a meal. We go back to your like it's all all paid for. No worries. It's it's the best. It's a great holiday. I've definitely got to look this up sometime. <laughs> and you probably have heaps going out of Europe. Like I wish we were. From in Sydney because it all goes from Sydney and and all the islands are close to like New Zealand and stuff. And if you're going there, you wouldn't like for us. We have to buy a flight to Sydney, which is you know almost the price of the actual yeah, cruise. Quite, so yeah. if you're close to a port, it's a pretty pretty good time. Well, but, I do have some family and I know some other people that have taken cruises around places like Norway and have spoken very highly of them. I bet around there that'd be awesome. Oh, yeah, amongst all the fjords and stuff. Although I would say that if I'm going to go to Norway, I'm probably going to go to the mountains. Okay. Like I am on Friday, actually. Got what? Nice climbing in Norway. Oh, yeah. 
You're a bastard, you are. Just gone to Norway. Oh, you, you miss Norway, do you? We just miss any. Like, we've resided to the fact that we are doomed to see Australia for the next foreseeable future until we earn money. But you can just go. That's amazing. Yeah, well, yeah, because it's cheaper for me to fly to Norway than it is for you to fly to Sydney. Huh. <laughs> and, like, Norwegian Airlines is, like, a cheap airline. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so I've, I could fly there fairly cheaply. And <laughs> we're going ice climbing this weekend. And then we might go back again in February to go. Just because. Just, 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 yeah, just go climbing again because it's winter. Is this just like a weekend trip? This one is, yes, because we couldn't afford the week-long course, and also that had sold out. So that was that was quite, that was probably the bigger problem with going on that course was it was sold out. <laughs> but we have we are going to Scotland to do a winter climbing course in March. We have to wait a bit longer for the conditions <laughs> to be okay for that. But yeah, so we got some we got a pretty big winter booked up. As well. I should have started with that, actually. I've got some races, but I've also got a lot of stuff planned before we get to any of them because winter is happening. Winter is coming. Winter, well, winter's here. Not true. Winter's here, that, uh, and that comes out in April. Win- winter's here, and we finally get to do a lot of things that we wanted to do for a long time because summer happened. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Don't know if we'll get skiing this year. Damn, that's Too much stuff. Can't fit it all in. Can't fit it all in. That's like it's a pretty it's pretty epic to be able to like look at your year and go. There's a lot of epic stuff coming up. Yeah. Do you have Do you ever need like weekends to just be a vegetable or kind of? I've got one in the end of January, which is planned to be not do anything in particular, just to help out around here. I've got one in 2021, and I'm looking forward to it. it should be pretty. That's man. I don't, I don't know how you do it. I probably shouldn't like, mention then that I've got a race planned for 2021 already. Yeah. <laughs> I like it. That's good. You have faith that you'll still want to do it by then. That's good. I, I have faith that I will. Yes, yeah, so I will still be around. It's still a, a lover. It. Although the reason that that's planned is because it's it's the Gothenburg half marathon, which is the biggest foot race in the world. But in 2021, because the city is 400 years old or some other number, mm-hmm. they're old. doing a special thing where you can run it twice, so you can do it. The so biggest why not? <laughs> You've seen like a two for one deal, and you're like, "Why not? I'm there." Yeah, that's that. basically it. As soon as <laughs> I, I saw that that was happening, I was like, "Well, why would I go at any other time?" Yeah, it's the complete opposite of value compared to a restaurant. Two for one, you can go have twice as much pain as as what you pay. It's amazing. Just remember, I, I, one of the best signs I saw for any right because you get some pretty good signs when we went to the Bournemouth Marathon. That was quite. Heavily supported. There's quite a few people out to see it. So you saw some good signs like, um, just remember you paid to do this. <laughs> and uh, I, I saw quite a few ones with a, a mushroom on it saying, press to power up. Nice. So I powered up multiple times. And then I had a, other good ones. I was like, I trained for weeks to hold this sign. <laughs> oh, man. I wish I'd made a sign. That's great. It's, it's, it is great. And then you go to another one where there's like no support. <laughs> you just... Uh-huh. You know, like you'll go past the marsh every now and then. It's going well done. You're doing really well. You go. Ah. I was thinking as we went around, as you ran across the bay, and we ran around the bay and got lunch and sat down and ate lunch while you're going past. It was like it would be a shame if we just missed him by a minute because we were going to get food to put in just to, <laughs> like feed our fat faces. <laughs> it wouldn't have it wouldn't have come across very nice. Well, you didn't miss me at the end. That was the important bit. That's it. That's the important bit. My girlfriend did miss me at the end of one, but I can't remember if I've mentioned that before. Oh, no, I must have, yeah. <laughs> I think you did. Not that you like remember it or anything. Not that Not I'm that bitter you... about it, but <laughs> she did miss me at the end. Yes. 
Oh, was it napping? Was she when you got back? No, she was waiting in a different part of the course. Okay. Oh, she okay. claims. She claims. Uh-huh, uh-huh. All I know is that she wasn't answering the phone and took a while to turn up. Uh-huh. Convenient. Convenient. Yes, very convenient. But since then, she's been in all the races that I've been in. Oh, really? Nice. Yeah. Do you? How does that work? Do you? Are you similar fitness levels? Do you stick together? Do you like see you later? Or what's the? The plan for a lot of the ones coming up is to stay together, but I am faster over more distance. Yes, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm faster, but that doesn't mean that I'm fast. Mm-hmm. It just means that I'll finish uh, sooner. Mm-hmm. So I have to wait around a little bit. But there's other ones where I was doing double the distance and stuff. Oh, like a different different circuit. Yeah, the, the one we got coming up, we're both doing the 50k distance. And I probably could finish it faster, but I've done that distance before. Whereas for her, it's more important because she needs to get through that distance mm-hmm. once before we do it two times in two days in April. So that's probably I'm probably going to run at the same pace so that we can actually see each other that weekend. Yeah, really, when it's fifty k's, what's the, what's the rush? <laughs> You've got all day. You know, we've got nine and a half hours, and uh, we shouldn't have to rush. Mm-hmm. But we'll see. Watch this space. Mm-hmm. Mm. we should be all right speaking of 2019 what's your yeah what's your do you are you a type of person that like sets goals i've decided to set goals not any resolutions though okay what's the difference for you in those two things i see a resolution as a change mm-hmm. so doing something different whereas goals are just a target that i want to meet so mm-hmm. i've set myself some fairly lofty goals but i'm not planning on really changing anything Mm-hmm. as such just trying to be better but the changes might happen as a side effect yes well my goals so i think i mentioned a couple of them i've already got one and a half thousand kilometers running mm-hmm. over the year eight ultras and i want to run a sub 20 minute 5k as well um some point this year because i because i'd run a park run on just saturday just gone no yeah yeah no yes the saturday just gone and i was not i was about two minutes off my best time for a 5k so i was annoyed that i actually went a little slower than i was expecting so i'm I'm planning myself to try and beat that but um well the good thing with the the good thing with the park run is that that happens regularly and that's a good good place to continually test it 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 does so i I, it's easy to to like kind of try again if i have the time and once i've done the training i also have some climbing goals so i want want to send a route that's a 7a rating Uh, so if anyone who's climbing will know what that means but I want to send. I want to push, move up to the next grade at least once. Hopefully, sometime this year. What are the other ones I've got? I can't remember now. It can't be that important. <laughs> I like it. I, like I think it. I, I tried. No, that must be it. There's, I think I've got, I made myself some for work, but they're boring. There's stuff like do more work. No, what about you? I hear you're a big New Year's goal person. Yeah, I like goal. I've kind of taken a different, the, the opposite to you this year, whereas. I usually set lofty goals, but this year I'm I'm trying to set like change habits, and and mostly yeah. the goals of around uh, definitely like we learned a lot while being away and and you know not having a lot of stuff like carry on luggage and and blah blah blah, and so we're definitely like we're trying to get an apartment at the moment, but the idea of like uh, living minimally and kind of spending the time spending your time doing things that that you want to do like getting into your old hobbies or or seeing friends or basically all stuff that we couldn't do while we're away but 
you have a long time to think about. But yeah, just just uh, well, I wouldn't say slowing down because it's hard to slow down when you're trying to do more things. <laughs> but I guess be more purposeful with with everything, which is good. Be more efficient. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think that comes as a byproduct is if you do the things you want and do less of the things that are silly. Like uh, I feel like definitely there's a wave at the moment of of people. Well, maybe it's just what the the things that I listen to and things that I read. But what's like your current perception of Facebook with your friends and everything? Is it is it something that people seem to be nothing's changed, or are people starting to think, oh, maybe I shouldn't use it as much? I know that I would not be using it if it wasn't for the fact that my local Ultimate Club uses it to organise things. Mm-hmm. It's literally the only reason I still have it. I think it's great for things like uh, like group messaging and and events. Yeah. It's a great way to do that, and I think it's pretty vital. I think like there's a, there's a screen on Duolingo which I really agree with, and it says you know, 15 minutes of Duolingo can a day can help you learn a language. What can 15 minutes of social media do? You know. Oh yeah, it's right. Like uh, you definitely miss things. Like uh, at the moment, I try. I, you know that little notification bar with the red number. I'm not sure if people are like me, but it took me a long time to um, not want to open that notification bar every single time it was red. Like I need to like clear the notifications. Oh, yeah. I'm saying that's why I turn the notifications off. In fact, I've I don't have the Facebook app on my phone anymore. Ah, oh, nice. I just access it from a browser when I need to. Huh. Yeah, so I only open notifications once a week. That's my one time to like. Look at the feed, look at my wall, look at notifications. And they're definitely like once you do it for a few consecutive weeks, you realize that a lot of the notifications are actually bullshit as well. It's just oh, yeah, Facebook reminding you that, I don't know, you haven't done something or it's – and the less you interact with – the less you comment on people's posts, the less they comment on yours. And it's really, it's really interesting to think that like no one – no one really cares like what you think unless you're thinking about what they're doing like it's it's self repeating i guess once you start yeah it kind of like comes back and blah 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 but once you take a step back it kind of almost resets itself it's very interesting well i've i found for ages i don't know the last time i made a facebook post because i just don't i i, I haven't been on twitter in months mm-hmm. i i've started being on instagram a bit more because I like pictures. But what I'm doing on that mostly is just following climbers because they put pictures of mountains on it and I like those. Hmm. I don't particularly follow friends. Well, although like, the friends that I do follow never make any posts, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> I do like the the more, I guess, streamlined thing of Instagram. Like it's, it's that's what I feel like that's the original days of Facebook. It's like you're following people that you want to see things from and yeah. you see it. And that's the end of the conversation. Like there's no uh, desire to make your timeline a history of, because I always thought Facebook was going to be a never ending history of your life. Yeah. I thought the same. Yeah. Like it was going to be that I would document all my photos in it and keep them in it. But I haven't uploaded a photo to Facebook in ages. I keep them all in uh, Google now. Mm-hmm. Google photos. Yeah. So it's just interesting to watch how the, the internet changes and, and all that, but definitely. Yeah, uh, even something as big as Facebook can start to, Mm. so like definitely one of my habits that uh i'm letting myself off the hook which is slack but like i don't want to do all these 
radical changes day one. But by the end of the year, this is there are things I want to accomplish. And the one is like I want to get all my devices out of the bedroom because I don't have a TV in there because I know that I'll watch TV all day. Yeah. <laughs> but other people might be able to not do that. But I definitely still have the phone next to the bed. And whilst I don't check Facebook, I've just replaced it with something else. So I want to beat that that habit of of not like why does it need to be the last thing and the first thing you you bloody look at? Oh yeah, I've I've I have done multiple times thought about getting an alarm clock mm-hmm. because that's the reason I have it next to my bed. That's the excuse we tell us. Yeah, but you have it there because it's alarm, but then it always just whispers in your ear like the one ring. <laughs> Touch me. Worms its way in, and eventually you find yourself on Reddit at three in the morning. So I've stopped going on Reddit because. For the second time, I've stopped going on Reddit because I realized that actually it's all the same stuff and I get quite bored of it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Speaking of sites, is there a, yep. and, and changing like the way the internet has changed, is there a website that you still visit manually consistently? Like you type in the address, because that used to be the way you would, you would keep up with everything. You'd, you'd have your list of things in your sites in your head that you visit and you type in. And you see what's updated since you were last there. But is there any sites that you can, can identify that you still go to on a regular basis? Yes, because I tried to not bookmark them on my work PC so that I would go on them less, but that doesn't work. So that would be the BBC <laughs> website and Wikipedia, <sighs> which I'm on a lot anyway. Because I can't help myself, even though they're not bookmarked anymore, because I used to have them bookmarked. And I went, no, you're on this too much. Turn it off. Turned it off. And then I, well, how long does it take to type in BBC? Especially when it recognizes what you're saying. Like it's, yeah, it's muscle, just muscle memory. Bit. Could be WI and it goes, oh, you mean Wikipedia? Sure. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've got, got Wikipedia down. So uh, I get, and I'm on them quite a lot, which is frustrating because I should be getting more work done, but I can't clear my head enough, really. And then I end up on my phone or something stupid. It's a bit of a shame that I've managed to get myself into this loop where I can't focus for more than five minutes before I get distracted and go and do something, which isn't productive. Mm-hmm. And then realize that I the reason I'm bored at work is because I'm having to pass all this time not doing anything. But if I just did work, it would pass quite quickly. <laughs> Actually, did your job? Mm. Yeah, if I only did my job, then I'll be fine. It'll but be what I've had said is I'm going out through the same newsfeed that's not changed because I haven't. I feel like I, that that's a better use of my time, but it really isn't. <laughs> it's funny how like if if you did all all your work from the eight hour day in like. You could probably do it in three, in probably five oh, hours yeah. is spent. I prom- like if I did that, I'd run out of work, <laughs> which is a, which is a case for not doing that. Is to, I don't want to run out of work as such. Mm-hmm. Speaking of like scrolling through things, do you think that this will be a thing that you know you, you tell your kids of how in not scrolling through like a, you know an app feed or something, but you'd say like we used to surf the internet. And like, what do you mean, Dad? Oh, like, yeah. Well, we'd open up an internet browser and we'd search for anything we wanted to know, anything. And then you'd go to another forum and then you'd go to another blog and then you'd go to another website. And Because I don't think people surf the net like that now. Not so much, no. You kind of just yeah, usually you know, at, at most the, Google it and then just see what Google tells you and then you don't bother looking any further. I don't even think I even go to page two. Until it gives you one of those things where you search for it going, this is going to be, you know, it's going to tell me the answer straight away. And then... 40 minutes and six different forums later, you still haven't found the answer because no one's going to tell you. Uh-huh. I find that a lot of my work when I'm trying to find out the answer to some coding issue or something or some bug and it 
No one knows what's going on. I'll tell you what, I have got one one special thing to do right now, though, mm-hmm. on the podcast. And I did this last year on the podcast. Do you know what I'm about to do? Take your clothes. No. No, I don't do that when we're recording, Copes. You know that. That's afterwards. Actually, I'm going to do that now. I'm going to take my pants off. There you oh, go, listeners. I'm currently pantless. You're welcome. For listeners in the UK, Copes still has his pants on. He just means he took his trousers off. Uh, true. <laughs> yeah, I think it'd be a bit weird to sit on a chair naked. I'm not going to do that. It's a bit odd. I, just, I can't sit on things naked. I like to not feel my legs rubbing against each other. I've been camping a lot recently, and I found getting a under a, some like thermal trousers just like to put on in my sleeping bag is so much better because then I don't have my clammy legs rubbing against each other. <laughs> well, I was going to think more like the hygiene issue, but sure, textile is also I think. Also, bum on seat, bad. No, it just doesn't work. What I'm doing it. What you need to get? Oh no! Wait, oh, is this the? Did you just open an envelope? I did just open an envelope. Hmm. Do you know what's in the envelope? Uh, your looks like you're unsticky taping bubble wrap. I am unsticking bubble wrap. Must be well packaged. Yeah, it, it's, it is very neatly packaged. I will I will grant you that. So, uh, Coates, I, I I think 2018 might have been a good year for Cal Texas, was it? It went well. Yeah, lots of twice as many comics and. Kickstarter went well. Lots of calendars. So I think there was about 50 calendars that went out into the world. So, Including, bosh, these four calendars. Nice. One, two, three. You only put three in. Shut up. No, you did put four in. But I, thought, I, I had you for a moment. I didn't. You write. don't understand like, how many times I could dribble check everything. Like <laughs> the type of calendar, like boxes or or numbers. So if that's not right, I'm, I'm stuffed. Addresses. Oh, it was horrible. Well... Uh, thank you for the note as well. I'm going to keep that to myself though, so yeah. it's just between us. That's it. Don't tell anyone. Ah, I'm so happy to have these now. One of them's going on my desk tomorrow. I now have a little board I can pin calendars to. Yeah, I'm glad you like it. Thanks. You got it on the nice paper again as well. Yeah, things are on the up. Like, you know, that's I, high quality production. We almost had a disaster because I usually don't. There's no reason to check them, flick through them. Like I don't want to, you know damage people's product because I don't think people that sell books like flick through the books. And for some reason I did. I just wanted to like make sure everything was good. And the first order actually had an error, like uh, there's a bit of, not not from my end, thankfully, it was a printer error, like I guess color was running out or something in the printer and it missed their their quality assurance. Does that mean you've got a big pile of discards? I I made use of them, so it was good in the end. But, oh, um, I was about to say, if you if you if you say you've got a load of misprints, those things can become valuable in the future. Well, that's true, as the rejects. But I was just horrified. I was like, half of these are not good. What's going to happen? So I, I ended up calling them, and I was like, it's a bit of a problem. I can't really do anything with these. And to their credit, they just needed to send me. I just needed to send them a photo, and then while I was on hold, emailed them a photo. Like, yep, no worries. And that night, I got a invoice for a free delivery of um. Of the next one, so a few days later, the replacements arrived. So super cool. Now I have bubble wrap to play with. Yep. But it doesn't pop really. It kind of just a bit of foley work there for you. Oh, I can feel the stress just washing out of my body. You're basically that kid that enjoys the box just as much as the toy. Well. 
Yeah, I, got, I don't have anything to say to that. <laughs> oh, that was a good one. Riveting radio. What do you do? Do you ever like get in and and twist it all together and it does it like a hundred oh, times? Yeah, that's, that's what you do at the end when you just can't find it anymore because you just uh, when you how many you missed out. Oh man. That's like putting the last kernels of popcorn back in the microwave and getting them to pop. They're like little freebies that you never well, you don't just, I just chew the kernels. Well, there you go. Is that not normal? That. <laughs> it's a bit, a bit difficult. You just finish the popcorn and then there's a couple of bottles there. They're like really dense, chewy popcorn that's not popped, but really salty. That is and really buttery. Oh, I don't get the buttery ones. Like a bit of the meat. Nope. I will get. I'll get the hot dog in the cinema, but I won't get the buttery hot popcorn. You guys Maybe have hot don't dogs. Do it yeah, we have hot dogs. That's a weird thing they have in the cinema. Speaking of movies, have you seen? Did, did you watch Aquaman? I have not seen Aquaman. It's interesting how like Aquaman and Spider Man came out. I haven't seen Spider Man, but bloody hell, online or especially on Twitter, it's blowing up. Like people think it's like uh, basically the new Bible or something. They, they think it's the best thing ever made. But is that not what always happens? Well, not to this extent. I've never, I've never seen because I didn't give it much credit because well, I haven't seen it yet because I, I didn't think a a two D. I know it's three D, but like a the style of animation it was in. It's like, is that yeah? Is that like new release movie cinema worthy, or is this like a straight to DVD style thing? But it, it does look straight to DVD, doesn't it? But it's got Nick Cage in it, so well, does it? Yeah, it's got Nick Cage in it. Huh. If you want to know what he's doing with his life recently. I, I did watch the Nick Cage film recently. I watched uh, Lord of War again, which is a film that I watched the beginning of years ago, like over a decade ago. I think I watched it in school. And I was like, always wanted to know what happened in the end. And I eventually found, it came up on Netflix and I watched it. And I was like, oh my God. <laughs> was it as Nick good Cage as really is awful. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, I still think Nick Cage is hurtling through the air in an aeroplane full of convicts. You know that <laughs> Con Air movie. Oh my God. Who, who who let Con Air happen? It's such such a train wreck of a film. Oh, I haven't seen it since. I remember watching it as a kid and thinking like, "This is what movies are all about. This is the future." I can't believe someone thought of this script. It's amazing. It's amazing. And then you kind of go back on it and go, "Wait, Nick Cage has a terrible accent." Was it the other one he did Face Off? Was it? Was that the one with Travolta? Yeah, I think so. I think that was like the same era of like Mark as a kid, like renting DVDs with, with family. Interesting. Whereas my memory of Nick Cage is National Treasure, which isn't that bad, but it's that, definitely not like a list film, is it? It's just like a, like a National Treasure. Is that the one? Is that a British based one or an American based one? That's the American based one. That's one where he's going to steal, and we're going to steal the uh, Declaration of Independence. Uh, I thought it was like National Museum. Okay, interesting. National Museum. Now, for some reason, I thought it was that's where it was based. I haven't seen it at all. Do you mean Night in the Museum? Probably. That's probably what I'm confusing with. Probably. Which very is similar. also set in America. Is it? Mm, there we go. Do you actually, when you go and watch a film, do you pay attention? Well, this is probably the difference between a Brit and a non-Brit or an American, and because I think you guys are in the same boat. Because for us. Like I've only noticed this since we went back because movies, especially ones based in London, like it references certain things. Like just the other day, we on TV was Bend It Like Beckham, and they yep. were talking about the suburb and the Indian community, and we just happened to stay like one night at a in that kind of suburb, and it just dawned on me: it's like the place where this movie is supposedly based in is like a real place, but 
previously, that thought didn't even occur to me. Like when we watch movies, we are so far physically removed from any kind of place that is famous or any person that is famous. The scenes and the and the the settings and the people like they just don't exist in reality, in my reality. Like the thought that when I was in America that I could actually maybe like meet Dr. Phil walking down the street blew my mind. Like I just don't think that these people are real people. Well, these places are real people. So when you say that, I actually agree with you. Like I don't have a clue if it's in Britain or in America. Even the accent sometimes doesn't give it away because sometimes the American actors are in Britain. But it's funny how you probably – watch all these these movies and you're like, oh, I know where that is. Or or like the, the latest Mission Impossible is like, oh, yeah, I know where he's running. Like these, these streets uh, maybe we've even seen. I'm not sure. Well, I do try to. Yes, I, 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 well, I actively try to work that stuff out. I don't know if that's normal. Mm-hmm. Probably not, I would guess. But I did watch a film recently which was set in WA. What? I'm, I'm sorry. I'm really apologetic. Yeah. It must have been bad. What was it? <laughs> No, it was, it was it was all right. It's a few less men. If anyone wants to go and find out, haven't seen it. A lot of it was set in WA, and they go to Perth. But what happens in, is they drive into Perth. There's a sky shot of the CBD, and then the rest of it is at some place that basically could be anywhere. So I'm not <laughs> entirely convinced they did film it in Perth. <laughs> they got stock footage of a drone in Perth, and that yeah, was it. Basically, and I was like, oh yeah, it's Perth, and then that was that was it. That was the shot, and I go, oh. Well, that that's that part of the film's over. Oh, that's a bit sad. What was your favourite film of 2018? Oh. And then we should probably wrap this up. Okay. Uh, for, for me, there is no contest. My my favourite film for 2018, Infinity War. Damn it! That was going to be one answer. What was yours going to be? Oh, damn it! That was going to be your answer. Only because that's fine. It's it's good. That means we can both say it's the best film of the year. Because for me, like we definitely watched a lot of Marvel movies, like during the trip as well. Like it was our, our our theme, and to watch it, it was really the culmination of everything. Like I was really excited, and I walked in going to it, I'm gonna love it, and I walked out, I loved it. Like I don't, yeah, I don't like people that walk out, walk into a cinema already having their doubts. Like just be ready to have your mind blown. It's a good movie, and then it's it was it delivered. It was promised to be so much, and then it was so much more. Uh huh. And Lovely. and when and the thing is, like, people aren't happy when it's like this. It's going to happen with Game of Thrones, like, like people aren't going to be happy if it's as they predicted, because I'll say it's too predictable. They're not going to be happy if it's not as they predicted, because they're going to say, "Well, that's bullshit. Didn't see that coming." Like, you got to be okay with both scenarios, because a, a either it's what you thought it was going to be, and it was, or b you didn't see it coming, which is also awesome. So. I don't know. I loved it. Ending of Infinity War, I don't mind. Well, it probably blew me away. I won't say it, but like you walk out thinking, is it the truth? Like probably not, but it's, um, I loved it. I yeah, walked out feeling empty. <laughs> I was physically drained. Like your child I was to feel. Well, I mean, that's exactly what art tries to do, instill emotion, an emotion, and it, it certainly did. Mm-hmm. And in this case, it was deep sorrow. Oh, when's the next one? Not long, like three months. So Captain Marvel comes out in March, and then Endgame comes out in April. Game of, so, Game of Thrones season seven comes out in April as well. That's going to be a big couple of months. It's going to be a big couple of months. I would like to make one quick honourable mention to um, a film I watched this year, which was Happy Time Murders. <laughs> if you haven't seen Happy Time Murders, you should go and see it because it is it's it's so good. 
would you say it's more happy time or more murder? It's more murder. It's more okay. murder, but you you will definitely have a happy time watching it. <laughs> Interesting. Sounds good. Is it like a Netflix uh, or is it a rental? I guess you have to wait for it to come out on Netflix now because it will be out of the cinema. Happy time murder. I, I I wouldn't. I don't really rent anything anymore. <laughs> I, I buy some films that I really want yeah. to see, but apart yeah. from that, I wait for them to come on Netflix or I go and see probably... them in the cinema. <laughs> so uh, I think it's probably about time. I I think we should finish off with is a. Uh, one resolution I did forget earlier, or well, so one news resolution, goal, one goal for the new year. I'd like to record and release an episode at least once every month. Yes, that's good. So that we're not leaving our wonderful listeners hanging for however long it was that we did this time. Yeah, it was cool to hear. Like I, I spoke to a few friends, and they were like, "Oh, listen to the podcast, been a while." So it's cool to hear like people, people listening. So thanks for everyone for tuning in. And yeah, and uh, yeah, giving us feedback is wonderful because we love to hear about people who listen to the podcast. Hopefully, the audio sounds better this time. So, fingers crossed, we're all back settled, and uh, things things sound good. So, we'll uh, get the next one out. What should uh, what should everyone do after listening to the podcast, Copes? They should think about if they haven't set any new year's resolutions or goals, even if they don't believe in them. Too bad. Just have a think about uh, I don't know what's what's this year look like for you, and what. How do you want to do it differently than last year? Because uh, they happen quick, and that's good. I don't know. What's I remember writing about this is like, what's the harm in everyone just trying to be a better person than themselves? Like, what's what's the bad bad part about that? It's all good. I'll, I'll just I'll t- just to add to that our um, quote for the week, which hopefully isn't one we've used before. But our quote for the week is a uh, motion motivation fails, habits succeed. Willpower fails, planning succeeds. If a thing matters to you, don't rely on motivation or willpower. Plan and form a habit. Mm, I like it. Ties in perfectly. Well done. It's from uh, Reddit. I don't know who, who came up with that one. I reckon the user did. <laughs> a Reddit user. That's great. So, cheers, person on Reddit. And uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And I hope you have a great 2019 and beyond. Yeah, but Merry Christmas for the other day. Right. <laughs> Merry Christmas if you listen to this in December. <laughs> Next year. Not be later this year. There's only 351 days to go, just let you know. Things are good. Alright. <laughs> All right. Have a cracking one, dude. Cool man. Catch ya.